Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, oh hold on, everyone. I've gotten a text from Captain Sandy. Hey, big phrase. It's Big Sand here. I just got to tell you, we're ending our journey together, but it's not goodbye. <laughs> wow. It's just au revoir. That's how the French say it, right? Till next time. Laters. I just want to say, it has been a pleasure turning you from a complete disaster into a winner. I mean, think how far I have pushed you to be. Think how far you've come thanks to what I did for you. Without my public humiliation, you wouldn't have had a breakdown. And without me basically calling you a cancer, you wouldn't have freaked out on the phone with your mother and manned up, as it were. Don't like those gendered terms, but big sand, what I can do, what can I do? But I need to tell you, basically, you owe everything you are to me. Anyway, uh, I'm not one for emotional speeches, even though this is a text. But uh, you really made me proud. You helped me lead my, her, your not your, my ship. And for that, I'm forever grateful. You pulled yourself out of the abyss. You pulled yourself out of the trenches. The vagina of the earth, really. Just like that time <laughs> on Laverne and Shirley when... Wait, wasn't there an episode where Squiggy pretended to be dead? I don't know. Sounds about right. I gotta go because my Captain Lee's coming back and I, I did this everything for him and his boat's running sweetly. So Big Sand out. Uh, I'm gonna go golfing. P.S. Come work for me again. Well, don't really like fairies as chief stews, so I need to think about that. Like perky tits. Anyway. Hope to see you around soon. Laters. And that's a wrap on Big Sand. It's a big, big wrap on Big Sand. I can't believe you didn't hold the phone to memories to the last of the phrase. I don't care. She's not one it's like me, Irish goodbyeing. <laughs> she that's Sandy. That that is that's the biggest faux pas of Captain Sandy is that she won't let the song finish to the dominant chord and it would bother you for ages. It would bother me. Y'all, <laughs> it's below dick, big dick energy, uh episode 14. That's a wrap on Big Sand. Uh she Au came revoir. in caused utter chaos. <laughs> I mean, is it too soon to say Hurricane Sandy? Is it too soon? I think it's too soon. Okay. I think, too soon. I think it's too soon. Yeah. Okay. I think hurricanes are on those. I think you have to wait like 50 years where ah. it's not too soon. <laughs>
I have a cousin named Harvey, and he lives in Houston. It's ironic. <laughs> it's just sad. Y'all, yeah. um, she, the thing about Sandy here is she always gets the miscongeniality edit. When she, like at the end of a show, she always heaps praise on everybody, and she's always thinking about her image on the show, and they're, and they're enabling Can her. You? Can I hug you? Oh, and she even introduced herself to the new chief stew, the, the new stew as I'm Sandy. <laughs> I'm not Captain Sandy because she's not captain anymore. But the whole thing about her, her basically saying, you know, my time here is done. It's time to move on. Time to move on to another port. I got things to I got things waiting for me when I get back. What's the poem say? Miles to go before I sleep. When she said, I'm getting emotional. I went, you're not getting emotional. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not getting emotional. It, but the show does this every time for her. And I, it's like we forget. We don't forget. But the show forgets what a monster she has been. <laughs> People still like her. There's still a big uh, contingent that likes Captain Sandy. Again, like we've said before, it wasn't wrong in what she did, how she captained. It was just how she told everyone yeah. how she was captaining. No, she's she is at, she has but, terrible people skills. Absolutely yeah. terrible managerial skills. She's a uh and I think the weird thing is she plays both sides of misogyny. Um oh, yeah. which which it's it's hard for women, obviously, in positions of power. Um, but and she's got a little chip on her shoulder about it, and I understand it. But it doesn't explain the terrible things that she says to people. It does. Uh, so I'm sure it's been hard. We're going to talk about misogyny a little bit later in the bossy gate incident, yeah. which I want to I want to talk about that. We but, are going to um, talk about that. This is season uh, ten, episode fourteen. Big dick. A big deck, big deck I'm energy. Sorry, my my computer just always just says dick because it's used to typing that. <laughs> Wonder why big dick, um, big deck energy. Um, this is now we have a little bit of news that we've heard. It's not confirmed yet, but there might not be a reunion of this it's season of Below. Almost deck. certain. <laughs> um, they haven't been. They haven't been. Um, we've got, I think, probably three more episodes left. Mm -hmm. Um, they haven't been. They usually don't push it until the last two or three. Uh, and they, what I, what it's interesting is we haven't seen, um, I haven't seen a trailer for the new season. I was just about to ask new, you about the that. new season to drop. Literally, I was um, just about to, we don't know what's coming down, coming next. It should be coming soon. Uh, usually they do a month out. It should be um, mid, shouldn't it? In the, in the lineup. Cause we finished with, down under and sailing yacht were at the same time, right? Or is it down under and med? I can't remember. I can't remember either. <laughs> we do too um, much. I, I think sailing yacht. I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't know. Someone will Something, tell us. Something's gonna come, and we're gonna be here. By the way, speaking of coming down the coming down the line, y'all. Love is blind. March twenty fourth is coming. It's coming out on Netflix. Of course, we will be covering season four in Seattle, right? Yes. In Seattle. And also, the city by the bay. Kidding. This, <laughs> it's not. No. <laughs> that, of course, is El Paso. Um, <laughs> I think I screamed out, it's great to be in the city by the bay in Boston. <laughs> I think you did. I think I screamed that in every time we were in a city that was on the ocean. <laughs> I think you did actually. I did because I didn't know where I was. I um, think you said that in Dallas, even. <laughs> uh, wait, no, you knew Dallas because you fucked one of the people yeah, that worked in the theater. That's true. It's, it's awesome. great to be here in the city that never sleeps. City, yeah. Love Topeka. Um, yes, so that's going to be happening uh, into March. We're very excited, and um, I'm going to say this, y'all. If you're not watching Darcy and Stacy right now, it's really, really good this season. You're missing prime. Just again, the Carol Burnett and Vicki Lawrence of reality television. It is that energy. I it is agree. that energy. And I'm here for it. And it is so fucking, if you just need a show that is 
foolishness. It Foolish. is foolishness. It is it is like a drag race adjacent at this point. <laughs> I just think I think I mentioned on the podcast, I think the the production knows them. They know themselves. Production knows what to film. The women know kind of what's gonna be the funniest. Oh, um, that's great. And and if you want to see Stacy uh shaving Darcy's ass, oh. um not not a graphic version of it, but Darcy's on all fours and her sister's shaving her butt. <laughs> and but the way it's first of all, she's not naked. She's still wearing no, panties. No, no, she's still wearing so panties. So it's not extreme sisters. Which no. extreme sisters, it would be full on nudity. And they'd be talking to each other warmly and, and quietly. She to, and she would have to lick her asshole before she shaved it. <laughs> Isn't it interesting how that scene, it's all in context. That scene made me laugh, but any other thing on Extreme Sisters, it's all in the way it's set up. Um, And maybe not the slow, beautiful music that's played during scenes like that. Or like the mother and daughter colonics on Smothered. (laughs) I even thought... That was Camelot. Camelot. (laughs) I thought... um, Extreme Sisters was going to be lighter this episode, and no, it still gave, no! me, that, still no! gave me that nauseating feeling. Just no, watching mental just Ill- dysfunction and mental illness. But that will be on our uh, that's on our Reality Gaze Plus at the eight dollar tier, and we will be doing the Milf Manor Minute this week. So tune Ugh. in for that as well. I'm going to Bo- take a coffee break. Who's <laughs> taking a poodle's taking a Pepto? Um, we should we should contact Pepto Bismol to see if they will sponsor Extreme, Our Extreme Sisters. Sisters podcast, sponsored by Pepto Bismol, <laughs> sponsored by Milk of Magnesia, <laughs> Ginger Ale, because we know Schweppes. the show makes you sick. Sponsored by Schweppes, 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 not Schweppes. Oh, I didn't know. It's not it's not Yiddish. Schweppes. Maybe, maybe date somebody in that family. I don't know. Maybe they're um, rich. Wait, which one? Which one was into the Nexium cult? Uh, I th- I'm trying to think. I think oh it was God. one of them, <laughs> like the Schweppes Fortune or something like that. Like the Tonic Water Fortune. Wow. The, the quinine business. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that quinine is one of the things that cures malaria, but it's also in tonic water? That is crazy. <laughs> Those are the little things that I enjoy <laughs> about the world. Yeah, that's crazy. Poison in tiny amounts is a great mixer. Who knew? Who knew? And it can also make your face look, uh, and botulism can make your face stay. <laughs> Thank God. We need poisons. Anyway, should that's, we, is that anyway. how you tell the guys? You say, "I know, I know that I'm a little venomous, but it's good for you." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just gonna bite you a little bit, just a little. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think that yeah, you would be that snake that bites you a little bit, but it makes your dick hard. Ooh. And then they fuck you, and then you eat them. What's that snake? <laughs> I think that's the poodle snake. Just push him off the push him off the the cliff. <laughs> All right, we need to, we need to move in um, on on we need yeah so well we haven't even That's started the lesbian version we need to move we need, in we need to move in um, all right everybody let's jump in what's your first tea bag poods um God this wind Ooh, I see the wind uh, y'all Sandy's mortal enemy is back. <laughs> She she is one of the the captains who complains about wind more than anybody else. Uh, she can't sleep. Uh, but it just one of seemed pro- so much of a production to show how hard. Again, she's no, showing she's us how hard the she's best at it. Well, she's showing us how hard she's captaining. Yeah, and what a good captain she is. She guides the ship in y'all like a like a sex toy right into a vagina. Yeah, just in the into just a Whoop. perfect. Perfect. Mm. <laughs> a perfect zip up right perfect. into port. Yeah. Like a perfect strap on. <laughs> and I just I just wrote down this is uh it, like most of Sandy's story was about her overcoming the wind and overcoming her uh overcoming everyone's conception of her and she wound up winning in the end. 
Well, that's what production told us anyway. It's, mm-hmm. I, it, it's weird. She'll get, she'll get shitty edits throughout the season, but it always winds up turning out good for her. Um, because of well, production. <laughs> I don't think it's just except for of- Malia and the, the not sorry, except for Hannah. Hannah. I disagree a little bit. I don't think it's just production. I think, I think Captain Sandy is a master of PR and knowing how she, she is. I think she gives it. That's what she continues to give them. So they have to put it in the edit. Yeah. She's already thought of how of her redemption arc. So that's where I, I think it's. I think it's bo- yes and to both of those things. Yeah. What's your next tea bag? Um, y'all, we've all been in, we've all been on a boat somewhere, and a part of our butt falls out. <laughs> that made me laugh. I, it's not really a tea, but it just it's like I have to say, your boo fell out. She's like, ah, it's my butt. <laughs> except for the high maintenance one, I love this charter. Yeah, it's almost like they threw her in there. Just they invited her. She's just a friend to nobody awful. liked. Yeah, she's a friend nobody wanted to come on this. But her dad or her mom or her grandma—I guarantee you, she was connected in the pageant world, and they had like, yeah. she, and they had to invite her. It was bad. Or, or at the very last minute, someone said, "Oh, y'all, this is just white blonde ladies. Can we just?" Uh, do, does anyone know anybody? <laughs> Maybe, but there's other women of color on the. But I, so I, th- I think it's, yeah. In, in the charter, I thought there was another woman too. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, well, regardless, the, whatever the reason, we both agree. Y'all, they had to bring her. She's that. I remember we all. Who was your friend in elementary school that they had to invite to everything? Oh. Let me think. Kind of sure. afraid mine was no me. One. No one. Um, I hope it wasn't me. I don't remember. What if we uh, don't remember because it was us? Oh, maybe that was me. <laughs> maybe, maybe I, I, I was the one. <laughs> oh, no. I think I was. Y'all, if you can't remember, you were that friend. <laughs> we were that friend. Oh, no. Think about, it. Think about it. At the child's birthday party, who would have spoke up and said they needed a different piece of cake than the one they were given? Or the one who sat there and like ate three pieces before someone else had had one. That was me. <laughs> I can't help it. I liked cake. Or the one who said, I need all the icing on the side. That was I me. I said that. Oh, God. Hi. We're the problem. Well. We need to move on. What's your next tea bag before I go into shame spiral? Nothing has ever been more relatable than Haley being Jerry Hallowell. Oh my god! Like, I thought I was gay uh, when I was younger uh, because I was obsessed with Jerry Hallowell. That picture of her as a kid <laughs> is and one of the funniest like, things. Who I, me? Look at her dressed as a concert, like a small sex worker. <laughs> I'm, she's gotten some of the best one-liners. She was she was revealed as the favorite yachty at the Crappies. I I presented that to her. Oh, you did. She That's wasn't what, there, but uh, did she do a video or anything like that? No, they they do those. I was part of the what I called the creative arts Crappies. <laughs> yes. So what I, what you, this is below deck where people listen to the Crappies. What yes. you were at the Crappies. What awards the, did you present? I was at the Crappies, um, and I presented the what I called the creative arts Crappies that were oh. already announced in, a, in an episode previously televised, not televised. <laughs> so I was there. I was. I it was like. Best sound editing for a short film, uh, a Rocky short film. That's where I was. Uh, I was that that would that would have been the comparable. So it's about right, right where our show should be. So you said best yachty is Haley. What best else? Yachty did you bring? was uh, was best hottie. You know what? I can't remember. It was either Asia or Haley. I think it was Asia. I think Asia did wind up winning. Um, you know what? I'm fucking this up. But Haley, Haley, um, you were drunk me, probably by the they time asked me you who got up my there. favorite was. Mm-hmm. It was one of the. I think it was either I loved Asia and did my Asia. Um, did they enjoy her? They did. Um, and then, uh, and then someone screamed from the audience because they have the same audience that we do. Captain Sandy, do Captain Sandy. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Just a little bit. 
But because it's not my stage, it's the crappies. I'm not going to perform. Did they they enjoy it though? They did. Um, I bet it made Ben and Ronnie. I would watch it, but I'm not. Because I don't want anyone to watch me. Well, you can though. I'm not to plug you can. They're on their digital worldwide moment. It's going to be up for only a week, y'all. So go to the Crappens website, and I bet you can find information for that. It was a really fun. um, Ronnie sang, and uh, there were there were. Bits. They had a house you met, band. You met Marcos. I met Marcos from Below Deck Sailing Yacht. He smells wonderful. Oh, he does. Um, he and does. he he looms large. Everybody. You didn't realize how touchy he was. He's extremely touchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pulled me close at one point. Kissed me right on the mouth. Yeah, I think now this is where you got a little <laughs> drunk and his tongue explored my mouth. No, I think that was Ryan Bailey. It. You just already were. <laughs> I'm really shocked you and Ryan. Did, I'm really shocked you both did not fuck. Yeah, I think I think it was because he was doing so many other things. We were just like I fucking each other across the room. Uh, it was but... the first time you saw Ryan Bailey though in person, wasn't it? It is. It's true. It's weird. Except you see for them, but you our late like you night chats. Oh, well. But um, and then the ca- best captain was uh Glenn. No, I'm sorry, I, Lee. Uh, because Lee wins every year. They're gonna but give I it to said, him because it's his swan song. I said I said Glenn. But and then I think I think I presented best comeback. Um from it was like a I don't even I, I think I was a little drunk at that point. Boy, you don't remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> Wow, I, I I was late in the evening. I was like, oh boy, there were like there were like two more things after me, and the show it was already like ten p.m. and oh, yeah, you were got, fully blitzed. I got wasted that night at the after party too, and I think I said this before. Me and Courtney from Two Judgy Girls, <laughs> Irish goodbye to everybody. <laughs> we got drunk and just I'm like, let's go. And we just Ubered. <laughs> Without telling anybody bye. <laughs> it's pretty much how I handle every party. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and you just don't see me anymore. Wow. I just leave. <laughs> I, I need to recover from that. Y'all, we're going to take a break to get that out of my head and we'll be right back. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, 
MeUndies Signature Fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash realitygaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart... And even keep going queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Haley, it's your birthday. You want the Captain Sand birthday song? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. It was this kind of halfway in between song and like 80s rap, like Rapper's Delight style. Well, maybe she was going off the theme of that night. <laughs> and maybe. she at her very Vegas style. 
Um, she's just, she's just awkward. She's just an awkward. She's yeah. just awkward. She's just, um, yeah. She's a, she's an uncool person who always thinks she's cool. <laughs> it's, it's well, that, and it's, she's she's. I bet she's very cool for lesbians, though. That's true. That's true. I mean, just meaning like in her people, like she very much like y'all. I'll be she, honest. She commands a room. All the lesbians I know that I've mentioned below deck, they all go, ooh, Captain Sandy. <laughs> I know. They're all into her. Yes. I mean, I have she not. Is a, she is a sex symbol. I mean, she's attractive and she's, yeah. And that she, she's got that big deck energy. And yeah, they're like, she's Whoa. got that kind of like stoic lesbian mouth. That kind yeah. of pulls down at the corners. <laughs> that's actually what our lesbian friend said about her. She said, that's what I'm attracted to. A stoic her lesbian, lesbian mouth. mouth. I said, stoic. okay. Her stoic lesbian mouth. They're into it. Um, <laughs> speaking of 80s, my next tea bag is, I forgot seeing Fraser and Ben in 80s attire. How much okay. my sexual awakening is they tied to. They like snacks. I got to say that. They were uncomfortable. I was into it. Um, into it even Fraser's arms I was I was I was feeling something Ben got a little hot even though because he's been annoying to me he got a little hot again in that outfit because we're sluts for just cuties oh yeah I, I've never uh, had sex with somebody in 80s attire but now I feel like I need to do that I've never had I've I've never had sex with someone in 80s attire either usually I take it off really quickly <laughs> Wait, you've never had sex with somebody like in an 80s jock strap? Oh, yeah. Does that count? <laughs> oh, that never mind. Yeah. yeah. With Those that, are back again. You've never had sex with a guy who was wearing 80s tube socks? No. Oh, you know what? I, I'm yeah. wrong. I have. Yeah, like all, I, all the Silver Lake hipsters. Yeah, we needed to walk this back. I knew we did. Oh, that, I slept with one guy who used to always keep those big tube socks on. And at one point I said, why don't you just take those off? He's like, I like them. And I was like, fine. Oh, I forgot about the socks. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what, what's I just your discovered next? there is a volume button on the background <sighs> noises. You can turn up the volume. I didn't even know. It's been years of working with this program. <laughs> and I've asked you. I've asked you several well, times. It wasn't clear to me. Well, look at that. <sighs> I need to move on to Bossy Gate. Um, yes, that was so, my next one. Tony's basically says, now, and they do give us in the edit some moments where Katie says, can you do this, Tony? And she basically says, you know, I, if you don't, do anything to Tony. You have to encourage him. And basically it has been talked that Tony basically says she's always bossing me around. He talks to um, Ben about this and says she's really bossy. Have you noticed she's really bossy? And uh, and then Ben brings it up to Ross and Ross is like, yeah, it's something I've noticed. I'm going to handle it. I just want to say one thing, you guys. It's interesting. Before you start offering an opinion, it's interesting what Ben said. Have Ben said, I picked up she's very much her own woman, and Tol yeah. Tony is this island boy who's not used to taking direction. Anyway, go ahead. It, well, they the edit did show moments where she was trying to tell Tony certain things. And mm -hmm. re regardless if she did, regardless of how those were construed and how it was presented, Y'all, every woman in this world, when they were younger, even when they're older, has been called bossy. And it is that it's a it's a misogynist term. It's for women who uh, so men out there who are listening, just leave that word out of your vocabulary. <laughs> it is little girls are called bossy and because they want to have their own opinions or they they have ideas about how things should go. It's also actually a if you think about saying someone is bossy. It's not specific. It's actually just putting an identity on someone mm -hmm. and it's an emotional thing. Whereas it means nothing to me, to me, it, when someone says someone else is, uh, especially from a woman that they're bossing to me, that means, okay, you're uncomfortable with her direction. Right. 
That's what I heard. Yeah, I, but I'm saying, uh, basically, I'm telling people to stop using that term. Um, yes, yes, and yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to add to specific of why that is not a helpful term. Whereas, right. in this whole conversation, Ross kind of talked about it a little bit later, but it just felt to me kind of like, oh, poor guys don't like being told what to do because they're well, not not I, doing shit. I don't want to. I don't want to defend the men here. Her rank is is just like them. So no, the I wasn't about, defending the men. I'm yeah. saying it felt like, oh, poor Tony doesn't. He can't work out when he wants to. He doesn't like. Oh, he doesn't like being told what to do when he's fucking around with guests. I mean, I took it as like poor baby. Well, I'm saying her rank isn't above her him. It's so, not. But she can't. So she she actually can't tell him what to do. Um, and I think what what she was saying saying is it's it's really tough. And also, it's compounded by the fact that Ross is fucking her. So the fact that your bosun, the person who rang, he's like, I sh- probably should have thought about that before I started rogering her. <laughs> yeah. He did, so that's compounded. So she thinks, uh, uh, through no fault of her own, really, that, and she even said, I want to get this done. I want to do things. I sympathize with where she's going because, like, like, Katie, I can be quite bossy at times <laughs> because because I know I think or I think I know what is good for people and I get excited and I try to move on from that. Um and sometimes I start shouting orders. Right? You use you better, the word you better, I, you better you use the word excited. I don't know if you get excited. Well, I just know what to do. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think it might be uh anxiety that you don't think it's going to get done and that manifests as a projection onto other people because i think that happens to a lot of times well we are do fine <laughs> you better follow orders regardless Let's move on regardless i know it comes from a place of love and helpfulness when you're bossy but it does <laughs> but i don't think tony i do think that we have to you can't <clears throat> Like some people would say, well, what if this was two guys? That's not a comparison right now because it isn't. It's between a woman and a man. And I think in yachting, we have to look at that, that it, this is a woman talking to a guy who, um, who's not we used don't, to have women, women telling him what to do full yep. on. Yeah. And so like, we have to have that kind of conversation. I don't know. I, 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 I'll be honest the whole thing. And then when she ended up apologizing to him, the whole thing felt icky to me because there was never this, it would have felt better if Ross would have said, had a conversation with, Hey, when in those moments of when you quote are being bossy with Tony, what's happening? Like, let's dissect this a little bit. What's going on. And Katie could say, well, (laughs) I feel like Ben and I are doing work and Tony is talking to someone about the magic of butterflies for 10 minutes. Yeah. And we need to get something done that Tony's there has to be a, there was never, where's Tony's position in this disgust. And I didn't like that. I agree. I agree with you. I'm, I'm saying that but conversation. I agree. She can't is, talk. To, yeah. That conversation's never going to happen on a yacht. The way you, the way you were. No, I agree. Because of the male, female dynamics. Yep. Um, you didn't watch this season, but one of the one of the moments that where everyone started to get really prickly with Malia is a a, a med thing where she was made late late decan because she was basically fucking Wes, um, who was uh, who was her superior at the time, and then she started basically telling people that, to do things, uh, in a in a very way and saying you just don't like women talking to you this way, and it got it's it's. It was one of those moments. Uh, she got she mellowed as the seasons went, but she she had that kind of sandy chip on her shoulder as well. I kind of wish yeah. we saw more of this. I kind of wish this wasn't addressed in just one episode as like a little blip because Katie is Katie can be. We've seen she can be oh, intense and very direct, and I like I, her. I a like lot. her. I I started out not liking her, but I th- I think what could have happened. What could have happened is Sandy could have overheard uh, him oh. saying, you're being bossy. Oh. And Sandy could have come and said, why do you think she's bossy? Why do you want to use a word like that? 
I think I'm bossy. You know, then that's not a reu- learning oh, moment. Yes. <laughs> if there's not a reunion of this, I'm going to be really sad. Jake and yeah. I talked about it. We think they don't, you know, Jake brought up the point, but I thought it's true that they're probably going to want to have a reunion because I guess Alyssa's not coming to the reunion now. Nope. Rachel's Neither not coming. Neither is Rachel. And we think they probably don't want for the brand, they don't want uh, two captains being pitted against each other in opinions. That's they, our theory. They don't. And this was filmed about a year ago. And I think I, my theory is Lee doesn't like feeling um, disempowered. Because uh, on social media, he's been very kind of, they haven't been fighting really, but Lee's been pretty, pretty salty about things that Sandy's done. So they don't want to encourage that kind of fighting between kind of captains of their brand. Because Captain Lee's out. He's not doing another season. Yep. So he can he's like, I don't care if I literally burn the ship. Fuck it. Kind of. Yeah. I I I think I think PR probably said, Yeah, we're gonna nix this for, and, for a good reason. Y'all, and San San's not gonna keep her mouth shut <laughs> no. either. And she's gonna completely just I mean, can you imagine if Captain Sandy said, Well, I arrived to the ship that just was bad captaining. People would go berserk. I think they would probably try to keep it nice. I I honestly don't think I I don't think either of them is comfortable on a reunion where there are two captains, probably. Yeah. That's a So yeah. I mean, it's it's a we've never had this before. Um actually maybe we've had small short fill ins. But never like an episode or two, but not yeah. basically the entire season. Yeah, she was basically here for yeah, like ten episodes, probably, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, maybe eight, eight or ten. I think. Let's I talk think about you. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I'm so sorry. I'm done. Um. Let's talk about your favorite thing, cake. <laughs> I just want to say this, y'all. This is how you make a fun themed cake. I this agree. is what you do. It doesn't have to look beautiful. It's about fun. For, I wouldn't have even minded if this was a fun Fetty cake because it would have been apropos, I think. Yeah. I, I, I do say that fun Fetty is for children, but I think, it, I think you can have a fun Fetty party like this. I, the only thing I object to fun Fetty being is your wedding cake. I've, you know, that's what I've gone on record for. I know. Um, but I, 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 I will say, um, it was the cake looked cute. It was like yeah. her hair and, and, uh, it was creepy, but it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, it was, it was fun. What's your, your, that you, was uh, my dick teabag, the cake. Um, I have one little bit to talk about. Okay. We talked about that. Well, I uh, want to talk about Leanne. Oh yeah, that's definitely next. Um, oh, I want to talk about kind of uh, we that little the the conversation about Fraser and uh, Haley, and he's like, "How did you know you were gay?" And he's like, "I knew birth, but I put my cock on a vagina and just laid it there." <laughs> and then, and everyone just went. And there's been some. I remember. I think it was some someone said. Uh, like on some some comment on something I saw on, on social media, someone's like, "Why do the Brits have to be? Why do these people have to be so vulgar?" I'm like, "Have you met a British person? Hello, especially someone like middle class British or even even middle to lower class British. They talk about sex, body functions, sexual All parts it. constantly. <laughs> it's just what they do, um, and so that's why even someone like Fraser, who's like super proper." Would say something like that, and yeah. Haley never stops talking about it. Never. Um, so, people who are going to get people who uh, people who are saying, "Why are they talking about this on television?" You're not British. <laughs> you you should see the way British people talk. That's just what they, especially middle class. So Brits can ch- chime in here. I just I can only guess from the the Brits that I know and the, the ones I've worked with. They're filthy <laughs> in well... a great way. You seem to attract a certain type of person. Yeah, and I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe you're a different barometer. Uh, but- you want to talk about the 
new chief wonder, stew or new stew. Yeah, I wonder if that's so is in response to of years of the upper class of British like not talking about anything, and that's kind of like a, a maybe societal thing. To I don't know. Sorry, I'm just thinking. But yeah, we can talk about Liam. Okay, um, she's um okay. Let me set this up, Poodle. Give me a second. <clears throat> Okay. Because if sure. any if anyone knows this situation, <laughs> I wrote this down too. It's Jake Anthony. <laughs> of when you're at a certain situation, I can weigh in here, and someone shows up, and you realize oh you God, completely had them. you've either fucked them or you they've have seen just your nude pictures. And bits. Yeah, you just you just sent this person a picture of your asshole with three cans of of soda in it. <laughs> And <laughs> you've seen me make the exact same face that Ben did. <laughs> so like poodle. we've been at parties. You know, I'm like, oh. <laughs> so for people that don't know mm-hmm. or that aren't as slutty as you, yeah. What do you do in this situation? It's it happens. It it it's a common occurrence. Um, for me, for you. Uh, Thank you for adding that. I, what you do is first of all. <laughs> First of all, you kind of have a moment where like, are they, you have a, like, like, like Ben went through, he had a moment like, oh my God, this isn't happening <laughs> because mm-hmm. you'd have that. I've seen that yes, face that, you make. That's step one. Okay. Kind of like refusal to acknowledge reality. Okay. Step two is walking away and a little bit of shame, but it's kind of funny shame and it's kind of a turn on. Oh, then, so God. that's what we move through. Step three is. Oh my God, it's you. This is funny. We've kind of worked through our shame. And step four is where's the nearest bathroom so we can fuck. So that's it. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen on this boat. (laughs) And again, Tony's never going to get any sleep. (laughs) It bothers me so much that if we don't have a reunion to hear Camille be so fucking bothered by Leanne. Oh, yeah. Fucking Ben. They'll come for each other. I pray. Please let. Can we just have Ben cut to Ben rabbit fucking Leanne as well? Yeah. I can see that happening. That's what I need to happen. Other, and and he's already they've been on he like, they found him on he, they he found her on Tinder and said I think we have the same have passions in the bedroom. And, and Leanne shows the text on her phone. It is quite lengthy. Yeah, uh, it's not just a dalliance. <laughs> no, no. You know what? I've been there. Some sometimes the, the yachting world. I think, who said that? Was it Haley or Fraser? The yachting world is very small. <laughs> but when it happened, I was just like, "This is close to reality." You know what? Dallas, the DFW Metroplex is not small, and yet that happens to you a lot. Ooh, God, that was a problem there, y'all. That's why I had to leave town. <laughs> I I yeah. literally I literally matched. Y'all with don't everything. pull over. Don't pull over. That's me. The, Sorry. We're my, remote, but go. Grinder would say, no available matches. <laughs> I'm like, really? You, there are no more you know games. Yourself left? When your when your grinder goes, you fucked them all. <laughs> You're fucked out. <laughs> I beat the game. <laughs> yeah. There's just like, there, there, you beat the game. There's just a picture of a deflated used tire. <laughs> Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's the it's the theme song when you when you win when you win Zelda. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when there are no more gays left to fucking Dallas. <laughs> so you guys, this this woman I think is going to uh ruffle a couple feathers. I think she's it's gonna be great. A, she's been a cheap stew. She's got, she likes extreme sports. Phrase, she seems like she's very direct. Yeah. Phrase is going to be intimidated by her. There's a little bit of, I'm not like other girls going on. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see. Um, uh, but, you know, everything ends with, and we get a great tip from that charter. Psych. We got a shitty tip. The worst season, the worst the tip. Worst. The, because, y'all, you knew it was going to be. You knew it was going to be. The worst, ugh, yeah, awful. You knew it. You um, knew it. That's basically all I have. Y'all, Captain it's, Lee comes back. He's com- Boat Lee Daddy's comes back. back. Boat Daddy got, we didn't get really much. She just says, Captain Sandy said, Alyssa's gone in subordination. And Captain Lee goes, great, stand okay. by. Okay. 
Glad to be back, everybody. Now get yourself back to goddamn work. <laughs> and it does really seem like it's all smooth sailing. The, the chief stew is a wild card, or the, the new stew is a wild card. We'll see. But everybody else, I wrote this down. Everyone loves everybody now. Oh, Fraser yes. said it's his, his favorite charter they've ever had. And Kathy that- Sandy said, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> she did, basically did. You're so welcome. Anyway, that's the show. That's all I've got. That's the show, everybody. Go to realitygaze.com. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll both be, I'll be there a little longer than Poods, but uh, we'll be in I'm going to hang movement. out for one day. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're going to be in Podcast Movement Vegas. We're going to meet our Caitlin our social, our, from Canada. Oh, hey, our social media. Hey. Um, we're finally going to meet. We're excited about that. Um, we'll be doing some other stuff. Uh, again, I'm just going to say this again. If you um, if you are at, I don't know, if you're in the stratosphere and uh, you see someone getting Dutch doored on that roller coaster, it's like, does that, is that poodle? It is. Whoop, whoop. It is. <laughs> yeah. Viva Los. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Anyway, um, y'all. You'll see me through the Bellagio fountains. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Just popping up and down. <laughs> Cause I did it my way. <laughs> I Yo, did do it my way. That's the show. We'll see you next week. Um, until then, it's what poots. Anchors, Anchors again. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.